Welcome to Any Other Business. In this episode, we are telling you the story about how we sold a business for £3. You're going to learn what the business was, what happened that led to us selling it for such a low price, and ultimately, whether it was the right thing to do. So Rob, in this podcast, we're talking about the scale-up journey, a journey of building and growing a business. And we're going to be talking about the journey of our exciting business very soon. One of the steps to getting to that exciting business phase was looking at our existing businesses and going, okay, what is a priority? What is important for us to be doing? And actually, one of the businesses in our portfolio, we decided to sell. So we've kind of gone through a full cycle. We've started, scaled up, and then sold a business, Mm -hmm. which sounds very impressive, doesn't it? What isn't as impressive is the grand sum we sold it for. Yeah, so selling a business is almost like that's uh, like one of your Boy Scout badges, but for business, right? <laughs> <laughs> like, so, so that's like a real achievement. Like, wow, I've done that. That's really exciting. And we can say that because as long as we don't volunteer the sale price, then everyone will be very impressed. But as this podcast is all about being open and honest and everything, we probably should reveal that we sold this business for £3. We did. And we spent the proceeds in the newsagents on pick and mix. (laughs) Actually, we didn't even get that money to spend because, unfortunately, the solicitor's bill to sell the business turned out to be a little bit more than the £3. Yeah, when you get invoiced for for selling a business, you know that something's got a bit wrong there. (laughs) But in all seriousness, we think there's a lot of lessons to learn from this. And it's not that sell your business for more, although that would be a good thing. We were actually happy with that price, as crazy as it sounds. So let's start at the beginning, because that's always a good place to start. Why did we start this business? And what what is the business? Okay, so this business was Property Hub Tax. So as the name suggests, it helps people, property investors, with their tax affairs and their accountancy. The reason for starting the business was we knew that there was massive demand for this because people kept asking us if we could recommend an accountant, and we couldn't. So in terms of starting the business, it was such a great opportunity. It seemed like a massive open goal because we already had the audience from the podcast and some of the other businesses wanted to do with. People trusted us. They wanted to do business with. And we knew this was a service that people wanted. And there had at the time been some tax changes in property recently that meant that suddenly lots of people who hadn't even thought about tax before suddenly needed tax advice. So that's why we started the business. Just seemed like a really easy win. Of course, in business, there are in reality no such things. And this is something we've talked about before, and it's the magpie effect in business, because as entrepreneurs, you naturally see opportunities. And this was a natural opportunity for us. And I think we can discuss possibly a little bit later on that should we have done it? Mm -hmm. I think that's going to be worthwhile discussing, because just because we could have done it and we did do it, should we have done it? And, And that is something that people have to be wary of when they start a business and they start to become successful, that it's actually not picking every opportunity because what happens is you create lots of opportunities when you have success. It's picking the best opportunities. Yeah, there is such a thing as drowning an opportunity. When you're starting, often people, when they're very, they go, I want to start a business. I have no idea what the business should be about. People want to have that idea. But probably when you get past that and you actually start it, it's very common to go the other way and you see all these great things that you can do. When you start having a bit of success, you get a bit confident, a bit overconfident maybe, and you could do too much. So yeah, we can we could talk about whether we should have done it, but we did do it. How did we get from starting it to selling it? What happened in the middle there? Well, we built a team 
and we built a really strong team actually. One of the things that we did well was we made sure that the people within the business were experts. They were really top of their game. We had some great, great experience and people within that team. And it meant that very early on, we were able to move away from the business and we put other people in charge of it and it was able to grow. Now, we had growing pains because it probably wasn't monitored as well as it could be and we have to take ownership of that. And it meant that while the team was brilliant, it wasn't running brilliant. So it was making a loss. And we expected a loss in the beginning because you built, we built a team. Uh, so we built it for growth in the future. So we didn't just bootstrap it, which is where you only spend what you've got. We decided to bring in funds from other businesses that were making profit and back this business. But it wasn't always easy. Ultimately, it was our fault because it should have made a loss for what about a year or something and it probably i don't know how long maybe getting on for three years or so that it made losses for and that was directly our fault because we like you said we're not going to run this business do we know how to run an accountancy practice no so we'll put someone else in who does and off we go and do some of these other exciting things but the business wasn't run as it should have been went through a couple of people who are meant to be running that business they didn't do it as well as we thought they would but it's easy to blame individuals but ultimately we should have had some of the processes and things in place to actually spot that a lot earlier and sort it out and because we didn't these losses continued for too long and the service wasn't what it should have been the like you said the people who are actually doing the work the actual tax advice they were given was spot on it was great but the experience from the customer side is more than just the advice, it's all the things around it and how easy it is to interact with and all the rest of it. And that just wasn't there. So it wasn't really working for us. It was only partially working for the actual customers. Yeah, and it wasn't working for the team. The team themselves got frustrated as well because they could see the potential in the business. But I think this comes back to, well, there was an opportunity, but because it wasn't a core part of what we were doing and what we were trying to do, and the clearer we got on what we want to do, the more we realized that it was a bit of a distraction. And because it was a bit of a distraction, it didn't get our attention. And when a business doesn't get your attention, that's when things can go wrong. Now, we have to take ownership for that, as we've said. One of the things we could have done better is that you, you hand stuff over and you know you hope people run it well. But the way we could have spotted the warning signs earlier with that business is better reporting, better numbers. We didn't have that. We got some numbers, but it was the numbers that people wanted us to see rather than the important numbers. So better reporting would have saved us a lot sooner and would have put the business on a stronger footing a lot earlier. But ultimately, it wasn't that it wasn't making money that was the reason for us selling. It was actually our new project that we're working on being so big, so exciting that we looked at all the businesses and went, right, which of these businesses help us get closer to what we want to do and which are a distraction? And fortunately or unfortunately, Property Hub Tax wasn't going to take us any closer. So any attention that it did take would be a distraction from the bigger goal. And as entrepreneurs, as business owners, you, once you have your North Star, you're right, this is where we're going, this is the mission, you then need to become ruthless with your decision making and focus everything towards that goal. Mm. And that comes back to this whole thing of should we have started the business? 
I actually don't think we were wrong to start it because at that point we didn't have this North Star. We didn't know what ultimately the whole thing was going to be about. It may have been there, but it was behind clouds. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) We kind of talked a bit on a very high concept level, but it wasn't defined. Yeah, exactly. And so we i think we should we should still have been more selective about what we took on but at the point that point is like well generally we are a property services company people want this whatever people want we will do and so let's do it and the execution wasn't as it should have been but i think the idea to go into it was fine i think if we were tempted to do that today it would completely be the wrong thing to do because it doesn't fit because we have now got this vision so the decision to actually sell it like you said wasn't financial because by the time we sold it it actually turned around financially because we'd kind of realized that things weren't as they should put someone in charge of the business to turn it around that person did turn it around everything got better in terms of the service things got better in terms of the financials so at that point it turned into actually a more difficult decision because if you've got a business that's losing money then of course you just want to sort of get rid if it doesn't fit but then it made it more more of a discussion because it's like oh well now we've got a business that finally a few years late is on the path that it should have been on before it's making money so if we sell this business we're going to we're losing all this future profit potential so i don't know is it worth talking through how we went about making that decision it ended up being quite simple again so i know for a lot of people listening they'll go okay well why would you sell something that's making you money and why would you sell it for so little if it's making you money but it was a distraction. It wasn't going to help us. So it, was, it makes it a harder decision, but ultimately it was the right decision. And, and, and it was the right decision for everyone involved. It was the right decision for us, but it was also the right decision for our clients, and it was the right decision for the team. Because for the clients, they had the great team working on it, but the people in charge weren't passionate about tax. It was purchased by people who are and have run similar things. So a much better fit. For the team, they were now going to report to people who really understood what they were doing on a day-to-day level. Of course, we understood on a on a conceptual level, but could we offer any advice? No. Whereas now they can get that advice. So the team benefited and we benefited, not financially, but we benefited from, okay, that's one less thing we need to solve or think about. If... if freed us up, it gave us more of a time to then go, okay, now we can put a lot more time, which we've had to dedicate absolutely to the new business, in, into that project now. And by removing one of the businesses, it it made that possible. That was the right decision. It would have been easy to be blinded by the money and not made that decision and thought more short term. Because I think having gone through the point of turning it around, if we'd given it another couple of years, probably could have sold it for a decent amount of money. Because we basically, we sold it to people we knew and we say sold, we basically gave it away to people we knew because it's like, you know how to run this. We don't, we don't have the headspace for it now. So there you go. But another couple of years, a bit more scale, a bit more operating history could have sold it at a proper business valuation and it would have been worth something. But, but, that... but let, let's investigate that. So let's say in two years' time it was worth 100K. So 50K a year in return for your two years' investment. I know that's a lot of money, but in the world of business, it's not. You know, that's not even one month's payroll for us. So in terms of, yes, the pride of selling something for a meaningful sum of money, but game changer, 
No. And would we have said, okay, can we have all that free time instead of 100K to invest in this new bigger project? Then, well, I, I don't answer for you, but for me, I'd rather have the free time. And it's not that I don't think it's a lot of money. I do. But we have bigger goals, bigger aspirations. Yeah, for where which the potential upside is many, 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 many times greater. So it was the right thing to do. But in the process of going through the transaction, like purchases and sales are so funny because even though you're both aligned on what you want, one wants to buy, one wants to sell, and even though you're basically giving it away, there's still points at which the deal looks like it's not going to happen. It's just bizarre is how it works and it's all, as soon as you get lawyers involved they, they just, it gets a lot worse yeah it gets a lot worse so there were there were points during this process when it looked like it might not happen and i was kind of okay with both outcomes which was a better place to to be in because it's like okay well we've got a business that is fine and so keeping it would be would be okay and i can tell myself that it's okay so i wasn't really stressed about what the outcome would be but then what ultimately did happen which was the transaction going through was definitely the right thing like you say for everyone concerned and and for us like yeah you can't you can't put a price on having that headspace to to do what you really want to do yeah, during the contract negotiations, I was involved in the negotiation. And I know it does sound mad to people listening that there is a negotiation at that price point, but there is. It's about liability and everything else. But we came from a really strong position because because it was profitable. We didn't care. Like, So, all right, if you don't want to buy it, then we'll sell it to someone else for a nominal fee because now it's profitable. You know, we might get 100 quid for it now. <laughs> so the price has gone up. So we were in a really strong place that we weren't relying on this exit to change our lives or change the lives of anyone else. It was just like, this is convenient, but we're quite empowered by the, you know, our position. So therefore, here are the terms. And if you if you agree with them, that's absolutely fantastic. But if you don't, we'll just keep it. Yeah, it's a bit of a side point, but I think it's an important one for any negotiation. Like you have to be able to walk away and or at least seem like you're willing to walk away and the best way to seem like you're willing to walk away is to actually be willing to and we were and so yeah it doesn't sound like a successful negotiation but we didn't start from a million and ended up coming down to three pounds (laughs) (laughs) you're better than that and so 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 the the points that we did care about which were around liability and sort of boring but potentially important things we got everything we wanted out of it because we really honestly didn't care that's the wrong way of putting it but we're happy with both outcomes yeah absolutely and now we are freed up. We're freed up to do this bigger project, which we're very excited by. The businesses that we have are focused in helping us do that. So all in all, I've got no regrets, have you? No, not at all. Not at all. It was a good feeling once it had, once it was all done to go, there's no loser here. And we now get to, even even if it was only a few hours a week, it was like it's never really just a few hours a week because you've always got it on your mind and there's always things going yeah, on. Yeah, that headspace. Yeah, and that's so much better now that it's like okay. And more importantly, we know that everything we're doing now is all focused on the big goal. Like I said, you can't put a price on it. So, Rob, we've been through this journey and we've learned a lot. But what can other people learn from this? The most important point from this is being able to see the big picture and being willing to recognize when things have changed. I said that I think starting the business was the right decision. It wasn't like the whole thing was a mistake from the get-go. But 
things happened and that changed. And it's important not to get fixated on saying, well, I've started, so I must keep going, or it's a, it's a personal failure if I can't carry this through or, or whatever, and just kind of get stuck with something which wasn't the right thing to do, or to get blinded by the money and go, oh, well, I'm going to be able to sell this for loads in the future. We weren't emotional or we didn't have any ego attached to it. So it would have been nice to get more than three pounds. Would have been nice to actually had the three pound coins, which you didn't even get. No, we didn't. <laughs> I was very disappointed. But but I bet it was the right thing to do because we have we didn't have before, we do have now that clear sense of the big picture and and the willingness to make changes and potentially scary changes. Remember, we had to communicate this to all the clients and to the team, and that was a scary thing for them and so to to actually go through all that we needed to have the vision and the willingness to execute it so we made loads of mistakes in the whole history of that business but i think we got that right we did and i think we we started earlier talking about should we have started the business and you've kind of already said but yeah should we have started i don't know but any regrets starting it absolutely not we learned more as we went on that journey. It was an interesting business to grow and run. It was an interesting process to go through the sale process. In a way, if we ever sell anything in the future, we've had a little dummy run on very low stakes. So we've we've learned from that as well. So there's so many learnings through that journey that there's absolutely no regrets. I think you're right. One of the big lessons is the bigger picture. And it's constantly asking yourself, what is the bigger picture? What is the bigger picture? And then doing what we've talked about before, going, are my actions going to take me closer to this bigger picture or further away? And you can break that down to big strategic levels, and then you can break it down to your day by day, you know, going, right, today, what can I do to help me move towards the bigger picture? But focus on that bigger picture, or quite commonly known as your goal, your mission, focusing on that all the time, and then making decisions around that all the time means as a business, you'll be far more effective and achieve so much more. So that was a business that we decided to sell before it really achieved what you'd call scale. But we've got other businesses that we've kept and we're taking through that scale up journey. And as we talked about, we're going to have a new business that's going to scale very rapidly. And that is, there's a lot to consider when going through that process and a lot of lessons we've learned from doing that. So in the next episode of Any Other Business, we are going to talk about how to scale your business and join us for that one. We'll see you next time. Mm -hmm.